an interactive trilogy from Sam Barlow, Creative Her Story. I have a couple problems with this. One, very improper use of conjunctions. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Tyron. Here on Filling in the Gaps, we typically watch puzzling games or puzzle mind-bending movies. Immortality that we are going to talk about today is a little bit of both, definitely more one than the other, I think. Yep. Developed by Sam Barlow, who our listeners, longtime listeners, will definitely be familiar with because that's her story in Telling Lies, which we've done in the past. But bringing in a publisher where I think more money definitely came in is Half Mermaid, and it really shows. Yeah. Interestingly, this one has an IMDb rating. Three of them. (laughs) Or maybe even four of them. Yeah, okay, we do need to discuss that. Immortality as a whole has a Mm 9.0, but it only has 53 reviews so far. Not really enough, I feel, to be a proper aggregate number. Also, it was 9.2 when I first checked a week ago. So it has slowly (laughs) gone down. We'll see if that progresses. As far as team reviews, very positive. But again, we're pretty early. This just came out in August, and we are recording it basically two weeks later. It came out August 31st, and as we record this, it's around like the 15th. I think it's too early to really know how the reviews are going to do for this. I think we really need to wait for more people. I think the people who are ready to jump in at the $20 space, or I think we got it for about 18 mm-hmm. because of the... That start sale thing. Yeah. <laughs> are going to be people who have enjoyed his other projects. And so I'm not really sure how this will do once the more kind of general gaming populace jumps in. Yeah, because I think it's on I think it's on Game Pass now as well. So a lot will be playing it on Xbox for free. Oh, well, that could add a lot then to it. Yeah. All right, that's interesting. It is called an interactive trilogy. To me, it is not a game. And that is from... Any criticism, that seems to be the most common I've seen so far. I do want to just read the Steam description. Immortality. Marissa Marcel was a film star. She made three movies, but none of the movies were ever released. And Marissa Marcel disappeared. An interactive trilogy from Sam Barlow Creative Her Story. I have a couple problems with this. One, very improper use of conjunctions. (laughs) If you look at it, the sentence starts with but, and there's... there's it just goes downhill from there. <laughs> well, no, the problem is you could have connected that to the previous sentence and it would have been fine. But there are two sentences here which are basically just fragments. In a store page description, a bit more understandable, but to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> but on top of that, an interactive trilogy, it's not. And I really think we need to break that down. To me, it is not a trilogy. They do not work individually. It's a... What's the word? It's not a misnomer. It's misleading. Because when I read that, I was like, oh, it's connected to her story and telling lies. That at least would make sense to me. Then I would say, yeah, a trilogy. This is the third in a trilogy. Right. Okay. But it's got nothing to do with them. And also, it's I know what he's getting at. It's like there's three movies in the game. So it's like that's the trilogy part. But even then, they're not connected. They've only got the same actress. That's like saying Scarface is... A part of a trilogy of um, Dog Day Afternoon. Carlito's Way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's got the same actress. Big deal. 
The thing that annoys me even more, you sent me the link to the description for a film festival that was sort of a 30-minute short that they made out of this. Yeah, I think it went, it went to Tribeca. I don't know how that would work. I would actually kind of like to see that and see how they turned that into a 30-minute one thing and made that interesting. Yeah. Especially since it would just be a 30-minute trailer for the game. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really... Well, okay. The thing that annoyed me about that one was the fact that in the description, it makes it sound like they actually found the footage and they actually put it together, a la the marketing from Blair Witch. Right. Doesn't work in this one at all. And that doesn't make any sense. This has been done in real life. Orson Welles had a movie, The Other Side of the Wind, that he'd been promoting long before it was ever finished. It never actually got finished, or at least never got put together. And then a few years ago, Peter Bogdanovich did put it together, took the raw footage and made a movie out of it. And you can actually watch that now. That's amazing. And I think that if I was doing that in real life, trying to put even a B movie together from raw footage, I think I would actually really like that. I think that's what I expected the game to be was actually putting the movies together but that's not what it is because it sorts it for you automatically and you don't actually get to edit, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is probably dumb. I just kind of like editing sometimes. And <laughs> I, you think, psychopath? <laughs> I think I would actually like putting it together uh-huh. and re-splicing it. I see a lot of the home edits of things like Phantom Menace where it's a little bit better. Oh man, that mache cut of Star Wars is brilliant. Where they put all three together into like a two-hour movie. I don't think I've gotten to that one yet, but I would like to. And I love that kind of stuff. So I was thinking it might be a little bit of that, but it it kind of wasn't. The thing that annoys me the most is the IMDb page. I think logistically it makes sense because Breaking Immortality, the game, apart from the three separate movies within it, makes sense in the fact that oh, well, the cast is different for each one. Even the credits at the end of the game does the same thing, splits everything apart. And they probably had different crews on each one. And I can understand that logistically, but these are not three separate entities. And in fact, none of the three feel complete. So it feels to me somewhat disingenuous to put it that way. I think what would have worked better was to take something like New York, I Love You, a vignette movie where they have 10, 12 different short films and that becomes one longer film. And they say, segment. So I think it would have been better to say, segment, Ambrosio, segment, Minsky, rather than have four separate entities. Especially, Especially when you have actors who now have four IMDb credits, but it's all for one work. Mm-hmm. That feels wrong to me. May just be my own personal issues here. But I think if I looked at an actor and I went, oh, they were in Immortality and two of everything. And if I really like the actor, oh, I want to find more of the stuff they've done. And then I found out, oh, it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing, all part of the game. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels wrong to me but that's me also how long is each movie then i mean if anything they should be a short really they're, they're, about, they're about half an hour each yeah 
Well, that depends on how you would edit it. And we don't get that version, so we don't know. I will say that one of the things I did to prepare for the episode today, I couldn't find a good video yet for all of what I think is what makes people really interested in the game is there are hidden scenes that you can find. I'm not going to talk about those now because we're in the spoiler-free section, but that is a key part of the game. And that was one of those moments where when I found the first one on my own, I was shocked. Well, this is something interesting. (laughs) I think I immediately sent you a message and I said, have you found something like this? (laughs) Because this is, this is it. This is going to be the thing. And it's the only aspect to me that really feels like a game. I mean, that's it. I mean, I I would disagree and say it is a game. I mean, a game, you wouldn't think hitting a ball with a stick is a game, but it is. And so anything, anything that has some kind of a, way to progress or game mechanic to me is a game it's, it's, it's only fair no matter how thin on the ground it is i don't think so i think you could call it an interactive movie much like bandersnatch the black mirror episode on netflix it's much more like that than it is a game there's no winning there's no losing there's as i did getting to the end and not really knowing what happened well, yeah, and I'm the opposite because it took me forever to to get to the ending credits. To me, it just doesn't feel like a game. None of it really feels like a game, but I can't really get into why until I get into the spoiler section. I found, personally, the more I played this, the less I liked it. And I, again, I was the opposite. I started off hating this game, and by the end of it, I really enjoyed it. And that's what I think might make this a very interesting episode. <laughs> We've hinted at it we've talked a little bit about it but for the most part we've saved it for this podcast so i don't know exactly what really appealed to you i can guess Mm. but i guess we're gonna find out you would recommend this game (laughs) no not not really (laughs) okay that's fair i mean i i can't i liked it because i'm and and i i'll just be honest here if if you haven't listened to the podcast that we did on telling lies we both didn't like that her story is still my favorite one. I still really enjoyed her story the best. And that's the, the cheapest, simplest, and like lowest production budget one. It's still my favorite one. It is mine as well. And I think that it's a much easier sell. It's also a lot less time to invest. Mm-hmm. And I think that the thing I would recommend is try her story first. If you enjoy that, then you might like this one. This is definitely a bigger budget bigger cast, a lot more things going on, but in many ways the same. Though I would say, I think the mechanics of her story, I actually liked more than I like this one. But again, I need to save that because otherwise I'm going to start giving away a lot of stuff. So take it at that. I don't recommend it. I really don't. I think, I mean, I just want to recommend watching the videos that people are obviously going to be putting up later. I think that those to me are more interesting yeah for me i wouldn't say that i would say i would definitely say it's an experience to be played i would not enjoy watching this and just being passive uh watching it well well, granted in the game you are pretty passive as well but at the same time at least you have some control of what you're looking at what you're finding and what you're what you're actually looking digging for you know i'm looking for this and there's hints in game that direct you to that well more than that look we're we're gonna have to get into it we're gonna have to get into it so Here's the thing. I would say neither one of us are strongly recommending it. I definitely don't recommend it. Maybe someday when it's on the cheap. But I think the production value is 
warranting the $20 base, but the gameplay is not. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Darren has given his, but I can, I can sense the spoilers coming. So <laughs> with that, let's go ahead. Here's your warning. If you don't want any spoilers, leave now, come back later. We're about to give away all that we know yep. about immortality. Exactly. Yeah. Here's your spoiler warning. We're not going to talk about this one like we would a normal episode where we do what we've sort of started to think of as our DVD commentary style of episode where we go through it point by point chronologically. What I'm thinking would work well for this episode is talk about what we liked about the game, what we didn't like about the game, talk about each movie within the game, Mm -hmm. and then end with you getting to talk about (laughs) the hidden scenes. Yeah. I will say, I think you found more hidden scenes than I have. I think that's why it took me so long to trigger the end, because I just went on a a rampage finding hidden scenes. I think you probably have more scenes overall. I have, I think, more time with the content, because I have eight and a half hours of gameplay, as well as close to six hours of watching the video of the different movie sections straight through, because I didn't have all the clips so i wanted to watch getting all the clips plus watching it straight through thank you to uh, channel warning warn which put <laughs> that together because they cut out all the jumping in and out of scenes rewinding and everything most of the other ones i found thus far of course the game's only two weeks old so it's not going to have as much video out there about it but most of the others are sort of recorded live action playthroughs so they're just jumping in and out Mm -hmm. and talking about it or just no commentary jumping in and out of stuff and it seeming very random that would to me it felt like the worst way you said you didn't want to do it passively just watching it but passively watching it while they were just randomly jumping through stuff felt way worse well here's here's a question just before i forget and talk about that how did they handle the nudity for youtube then well, so far, they've gotten away with it. It's on there? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would not have expected that. Because you, you cannot stream this game, like, because there's just way too much nudity in there. So far, I imagine at some point it'll get flagged and they'll right. get taken down and they'll have to put up a different one where they put black bars over things or something. But okay. thus far, I think that they're just small enough channels. They're sliding under the radar kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and that seems to be the case because I've tried a few different videos. And I don't see anybody censoring it out. I will say the funny thing, though, is if you put on the closed captioning, anytime they swear, it just goes up in brackets. There's just a bracket. <laughs> like, oh, you can hear it, but you can't read it. Right, right. <laughs> it's very strange. That is weird. <laughs> that could also be because I was watching this on the incognito tab. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I don't want my algorithm full of immortality. <laughs> so whenever I hit something like this, I watch it incognito, so I'm not doing that. And I haven't age verified my incognito page, so maybe that's why. Ah, okay. But I did find that very amusing. All right, so let's get into the good. Mm. What do we like about it? I will say, of course, as you could probably guess, my good list is shorter than my bad. <laughs> Hopefully yours is the opposite, but we'll my, get to My that. notes are a mess. I would say it's fairly well acted. And for FMV, I'm just going to say it now. For FMV game, I, again, I don't feel this is a game, but for things you can get on the Steam page, this is now the new 
gold bar standard as yeah. far as lighting, acting, sets, everything about this. Even though they did a lot of indie cheap ways to do it, mm-hmm. it looks pretty good. This is, in some cases, it's still very B-movie quality, and I'm okay with that. As I've said before, if an FMV can get B-movie quality, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't usually happen. But there are a few moments, a few scenes that are movie quality. Oh, yeah. And I was very impressed with that. And I think one of my problems with the acting is when you have actors pretending to act, they, at times, are not fully in the role. Like, I think Manon Gage, who's the lead in this, I think when she plays Marissa, she is absolutely natural. Mm -hmm. And... Throughout most of the rest, she is very good. But there are just some times where I just don't feel like she's really into it. She knows she's acting as an actor. Right. In a fake movie. And I think that 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 could probably play with your head a lot, get in the way a lot. And I just noticed that. And I noticed that with some others as well. Some of the smaller roles, I think, had an easier time because they weren't doing the full, like, I'm going to be in three different movies and secret scenes and doing all of that stuff. So, like, the director for the ambrosio segment was great but he was just playing that one part yeah (laughs) so i'm not gonna knock the acting as far as fmv top notch top notch if this was a b movie i would say this is great b movie acting it's not maybe top tier hollywood but indie movie it'd be fine did you feel the same? Yeah, no, I, I, I like the, the acting in this. I think it was some better than others. The, the, the one who played the, well, the one who played the one. Um, I don't know any, I don't know any of the actors' names in this. She was amazing in some, pl- in some parts. She was very moving. That's uh, the only word I can really, I, I felt what, what she was feeling sometimes. She was really good. Everyone, everyone was on point. Everyone was, can't, can't fault the actors at all. And one thing I thought that was really good. So I said, like, the lighting, the set design is good, but also, capturing the different eras of film mm-hmm. and the way they would look and like the graininess of like ambrosia and yeah and just the lighting, the lighting style the way they did the physical props for ambrosia i loved the dagger the bends <laughs> the technology changed in each one i think that that part was handled extremely well mm-hmm. the scene that i would say is the most just blew me away was in ambrosia the sort of crypt scene uh-huh. where they're walking into the well they're about to walk down into the crypt and the other nuns come up yeah. and so ambrosio and <laughs> matilda i guess she is by that point hide the way that is lit the way that everything is done that looks like a classic hollywood movie shot although i was so- thinking when i watched that i was like can you just see them in the corner they're, they're, they're right there <laughs> but for that time period is very fitting. That's how it was, yeah. yeah. And that, again, I found very impressive. As far as game, thank you for giving us Rewind and Fast Forward. Finally! We've been heard. <laughs> after, after that, that we can, telling lies, man. We can even pause. We could do frame oh. by frame. There are much less dead scenes. Like, telling lies, we would sometimes be... <laughs> Watching a blank screen for five minutes. Exactly. And we couldn't fast forward. There were a few, but the dead scenes in this one were a B-roll and they were super short. I still think we maybe don't need them, but I think they're trying to make it feel like found footage. 
So I can appreciate that. I mean, the way that they captured that, I mean, even if you rewind digitally on things, it's choppy and block by block, but this was so butter smooth going backwards and forwards. I don't know if that's just part of the software that they were using or if they've made it a part of the program to like make it so smooth so that you can rewind and it's all the text goes backwards and but it's it's very very smooth it's not like rewinding a dvd you know and i, I had a lot of fun like going backwards forward backwards forward making people do stupid things <laughs> how many hours of your ten and a half are into that there was actual nudity in this one it's not required it's not something that i need to have but when it feels fitting Mm-hmm. They're pushing, that's what these characters were going for, especially when you get into Minsky and you have the old school actors going, that's not okay. Yeah. And they're wanting to keep pushing the envelope. That's what they want to keep doing. It's very fitting and sort of necessary in a way to kind of say that you're pushing it that far. Whereas telling lies, we had a, a cam girl who... Oh, yes, yeah, right. Was like, Why would you be paying her? What is going on? What is the service she's providing? Because she's telling lies. Mm. <laughs> Image search was also very fluid. Once you get a handle on the UI for the like how to work with stuff, because at the beginning, I found it, I don't know how you found it, but I found it quite baffling, man. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I think there were too many instructions too quickly into what was going on. And sometimes using terms that maybe we aren't as familiar with, there were the I think three different settings you could do, three or four at the top. Yeah. And I wasn't exactly sure what they meant or how they worked. I still am not totally sure. I think one is film clips versus the image searches that you've done. So right. you can see what you've searched for before. Then the next one down is like chronological order versus what movie they were in, I think. Well, but the chronological also is still the movies in order. So mm. I think maybe chronological is the order in which they were filmed Mm -hmm. and the other one is maybe oh no i think the other one just cuts it down to a particular movie right which i never used what do i need that for no and i certainly didn't favor any of them i didn't use the heart for anything i did but i did that because i was trying to keep track of any that made the sound the audio cue of oh hey there's something special here so i just favorited it Oh. Those as I came across them. You can hear them in the th- in the menu anyway. I mean, you don't have to favorite them. Can you? Yeah, yeah. On on the main board, yeah. you can hear a rumble, and then as you, it's really well done. Actually, it's done in stereo, so it's like kind of like a game of like hide and seek, where you'll hear the rumble. It's often your left earphone, so you'll tab left through the things, and it'll, it'll fade out. And you go back, and you're like, okay, it's not centering on my headphones. Then you go up a clip, you know, you move up, and then the rumbling will get louder and louder until it reaches like a surround sound area and you're like, oh, here's one of the clips. Boom. And then you just go into it and then you get get one of your hidden clips. Okay. Well, maybe I'll look and see if that does work. It didn't really work for me. At least I didn't notice it. But also I always find Sambarla music is very distracting and confusing. And yeah, there's like some bits. There's one bit of music that has a heartbeat in it. I was like, no, oh, this yes. means, this means something. And it's like, and then it just faded out. Like, oh, it was just part of the music. Yeah, I oh. had that one too. That one really annoyed me. And there's one that's super happy and peppy, which yeah, doesn't, I'm, doesn't I'm, get, sometimes. I'm gonna get to that, but that's definitely one of my bads. Let, let me get that out of the way now. That's one of my bads. Like, I I think we really need I mean, the, to. The music is good, but. It, I know. Comes, it comes in at weird points sometimes. I either want, in this kind of game or interactive yeah. thing, 
I'd rather have no music. Right. Or music that's set to the clip that fits the clip. And that's always in that clip. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because the random looping does not work. Yeah. <laughs> I like that there are those sound alerts, like you said. But the reason I favorited them was because then you can just look in your favorites and they're all there in one yeah. place. Even if I had found that, I still would have favorited them so I could put them all in one place. Because I was thinking early on that I might be able to put the secret clips all together and it would do something special. Or I'd be able to get them to play through as their movie. But, yeah, it's a Sam Barlow game. We're not going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's my good list. What do you have? Anything else that I haven't talked about? I mean... To be honest, there's not really a lot more to the game anyway. It's like, it's an interactive movie game. Oh, so the acting's good, the sound's good, the lighting's good. There you go. I mean, that's it. I can't say the puzzles are good. Yeah, all right. So let's talk about my bads then. (laughs) We, at times, are only getting one camera side of scenes. So that does still lead to some scenes being like, oh, this would be the (laughs) B-roll. This is a character's reaction to the main part of what's going on and we don't get the main part of what's going on so it's not as bad as telling lies but it still feels a bit like that also there's a good possibility that you haven't found it there there is that however it doesn't take away the fact that you're left hanging i've watched through the videos where they've had everything and went oh okay so that scene wasn't there an example of this would be watching sophia in the audience of the church as ambrosio is making a speech and we never see ambrosio making that speech right you just see her crying i I, I don't know why he's like get her out of here she's crying it's like i thought she was acting i thought that was part of the thing like i don't think she's meant to be crying in that scene i think that has to do with off-camera stuff that we're gonna talk about later (laughs) a real gripe i have with this is the same object or face can be searched many times even within one scene and lead to many different results. So this leads to me having to go, say, five seconds at a time, and then going, okay, let me click on everything, let me go back to that clip, five seconds again, let me click on everything. I mean, the game even, it's not even a hidden object thing. Mm -hmm. I thought at first it was going to be, early on I got one of those scenes where it's from two of everything, and she's being shown her room, Oh, and we have this fertility statue. And I'm like, well, that fertility statue is definitely something I need to click on. And there are a few times, many times, <laughs> in the game where they seem to be heavily showing it to the camera or pointing to it that cuts back a bit to the earlier games where they were trying to really hit you with this word so that you would search for it. I just, I just didn't like it as a game because it felt like there just was no game. When, I'm just going through looking for all the clips. If that's the game, and I can pause it every five seconds, there's even a mode, I don't know if you found it, where you can just click through the eye to everything currently on screen that you can look at. Oh, I didn't see that. It's not even a game. Like, I just have to keep going through the motions, and I could get all the clips if I go through every one like that. Mm -hmm. And I did that. Through Ambrosio. But actually, I didn't even finish through Ambrosio, and that took me to eight and a half hours. I think this is where the how long to be 18 and a half hours to completion. Mm -hmm. I think that's where you get it. But when I stop having fun at about an hour and a half, two hours in, (laughs) to think of doing this for another 16 and a half, I mean, I pushed to eight and a half to even get through 
half of Ambrosium. Yeah, I mean, I think once I pushed past the kind of game logic, because at the beginning I was like, this is dumb. This is stupid. Why Why did I buy this? I really didn't. I did, was not enjoying it. I didn't like the mechanic. I'm just clicking around on stuff. Random. I can click on, like you said, I can click on this apple and it'll take me to another apple in a different movie. And then if I go back and click on that apple again, it takes me to something different. Which the game actually does encourage you because there are achievements for clicking on the same thing, like the kiss or the the rose or whatever. There's a bunch, the fruit one. There's a bunch of those. But once I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm free. Once I realized that probably after, once you started getting annoyed with the game, that was when I was relaxing. Because I was like, oh, I'm free. It doesn't matter anymore. So I was just clicking and watching and just taking in the game. I wasn't so focused on like, oh, I've got to get all these little details. I was just like, let's just click through it and watch. I'm not going to click, watch for five seconds and then click on something else and jump out of that movie. I watched everything until the end. It didn't matter what I ended up doing. And this might be one of the easier ways to complete the game is I ended up watching the whole thing, clicking back to the beginning and then clicking on the clapper. Because that ends up, that clapper isn't everything. And so I it takes you use, through... I use the clapper so many it times. It takes you through the whole game pretty much, you know? And so... Not really. That's part of my problem is that that would be great if that's how it worked. But that isn't how it works. You will get, at least in my experience... I mean, it does double up on itself. Whatever. It will. So I'll get to, say, three, four different clappers. And then I'm back to where I started again. Or I'm back to one of the earlier ones and it seems to be somewhat random as to which clappers mm-hmm. I'm going to. So, okay, so I get to one I haven't seen. Clapper, clapper, clapper. I hit a stop again. So it'd be great if I could cycle through all that. If I could just click on Marissa and get through to all of Marissa. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that. I click on Marissa now, and then five seconds later I click on her, and I get a totally different scene. Mm-hmm. And where I really start to lose the fun is when I start to realize I'm not getting new scenes. Mm. And I keep going back to the exact same scenes over and over and over again, and I'm stuck in a loop. Even though I'm clicking from different clips, I'm going from the fruit in this clip, I'm still being taken to fruit in a clip I already have. And this has been my problem with her story and telling lies, is I hit a point very early on where I have the majority of clips, and then I'm really struggling to find the others, either through searching, or in this case, I feel like I'd have to just really go bit by bit. I'm wondering if there's a a kind of cheat system like they had in Telling Lies, where what was it we ended up doing? We just type type in Archive 1 and then Archive 2, and then you could just go through all the clips in order. I wonder if there's something to this that you can do like that maybe i don't know but, but but for me yeah part of my frustration at the beginning was it's just random but once i realized oh that's the game it's random okay i'm fine with it and yeah i went back and i watched the same things over and over again but i was always finding new things in those scenes so i it was all right in the end for me i i i didn't hold that against the game for that there are times though when you zoom in on a face and it goes absolutely nowhere i found a few of those guys I wonder if it's just because they're not in any other scenes or if they're but special. But then why is there an eye thing over them? It's a mystery. It's going right. to be something to solve later on. Maybe it's part of something else that we just don't know yet. Or maybe it's just Sam Barlow messing with us. It's just like, this is nothing. Let's see how long they stew over this one. Like, did you find the, I don't know what it was, like some kind of weird goth vampire lady and a black guy in the, like um cloth... Like a Civil War shirt? Did you find those clips? I don't think so. 
No idea. Who's the, who the, I mean, I do have an idea, but we'll, again, we'll save that for the end. Okay. Getting the special scenes to me felt very difficult. I found somebody who put a pretty good hint up about how to do it on the controller and how to move the joystick to get it to work just right. Keyboard mouse, I had zero luck trying to get it, so I quickly abandoned it. Even towards the end of the game, I hear the rumbling, and I'm like, okay, this is easy, because sometimes I got it like that, and some other times I'm like, no, no, I missed it, go back. <laughs> oh, I missed it again. Okay, I go really slowly. The way that I tricked it into doing it was like, click on it, hold it really slowly, and then suddenly just whip it, and then it would come. But getting it worked, sometimes it didn't. I just found every time... It felt so difficult. There were some that just popped up easily, but for the most part, I was trying eight, ten times to get the timing right. And I would sometimes get most of what they were saying in the special scene just in the trying to right, get right. it to work. I hated that. I think if you're going to make it, make it so it's not so tricky. I think his idea was, ooh, it's going to feel like you're actually spinning the old film reels. I'm like, it does not feel like that. I'm using a controller. I'm using a keyboard and mouse. I'm not doing what they used to do at all. Yeah. This is not how it works. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was tough sometimes, man. It was, it was hard. As I mentioned earlier, I finished the game. I got the credits, and I didn't really know what was going on. At that point, I was still mostly just bit by bit trying to get as many clips as I could, and then I was going to go back and watch. And I think I got bored a bit halfway through Ambrosio, and I said, okay, well, I'm going to go check out some of the special scenes I know are there, ones I've marked. And I got to a certain number of them, I think, or maybe a certain clip, and then suddenly everything happens. Now we're in the spoiler section. We're going to talk about this. It's very cool. You get, at least on my screen, the bottom two. So I had two that stuck out from the bottom row turned into the bottom of a nose in black and white. And then as I move the screen up, like I'm moving all the film thumbnails down, her face starts to take over. And I went, well, that's pretty interesting. Let me try to go into this clip. Oh, no, it doesn't work. So you have to <laughs> wait for her to take over the whole thing. And I think she says, I'm part of you now. Yeah. <laughs> My reaction was like, no, you're not. <laughs> I have no idea. I've seen you in a couple of special clips. I don't know what you're talking about. Makes no sense to me. Ten minutes of credits. <laughs> like, okay, great. <laughs> but uh don't really know what that was about. It didn't really make any sense to me. I kind of understand it now, but kind of waiting for you to fill me in more on that one. But I think that much like any Sam Barlow game, we've had three now. You finish the game, and you may not necessarily know what happened. Yeah. And that doesn't work for me. That is a key point of what keeps it from feeling like a game to me. I didn't learn anything. I don't know anything. I haven't solved anything. What did I do? I hunted for clips. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. So that's my biggest thing. I think that's the biggest thing of why it doesn't feel like a game. But I mean, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like That's the opposite. I had played it for 10 hours. I'd found pretty much most of the footage of I'm missing a few scenes that I know are missing. For example, I don't know why Ambrosia was never made. Uh, I know there's something in there about you stole the negatives. That's a hidden clip, maybe. I don't know. That one I missed. Yeah. So you stole the negatives. So something happened, and I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's there. I don't know if you saw it on your YouTube extended kind of video, but maybe we'll get to that when we're talking about movie by movie. Mm -hmm. But I'd seen all of it. I was actually waiting for the credits. I was like, please, I know I know what's going on, man. I've, I've put the whole thing together. Please give me the end credits. 
I was up all night for today. I've only had like four hours of sleep because I was honestly about to text you just saying, look, man, I need to finish the game. I still can't get the end credits to roll. But finally they popped up and it was like, perfect. Because I had pieced it all together. So yeah, honestly, like the opposite of what happened for you, which is unfortunate because I I don't know if you'd have liked it better if you you had found all the stuff and then then it all made sense. And ta-da, there's the ending. But yeah, I can imagine clicking through everything, getting all the clips and then suddenly like, oh, there's the end. Like, what? Who's she? <laughs> I had an idea of who she was, but it wasn't enough to have impact on Right. Me. I don't find the game scary. It's, it's labeled as horror. I was expecting some jump scares. Like, there's some bits where she's creeping up to the camera. I was expecting some really crazy stuff. But yeah, there's... Creepy, yeah. Does not feel like horror. Not really a horror game. I've seen posts where they say not all the achievements are triggering. We are very early to the game, though. I assume very that possible. that will be fixed. Yeah. One of my biggest complaints is I would love to have all the clips, but it doesn't feel worth my time. It just is a cumbersome chore for me. Yeah, one of the achievements is like, is it Cinephile? And that's like, find everything. Everything. And then you have one achievement for completing each movie section. Right. I don't have any of those. And the ones I'm missing, not really worth it. Did you find the original audition? What do you mean? Did, like her audition. I remember we spoke on chat and you're No, like, that I never found. And that I found really irritating because... It's in the same audition place as the other two audition clips I've found. Yes. And I clicked on that chair every second the chair I could. Do anything, yeah. Which makes no sense. You would be going to the same exact chair. Why does it always have to go from this chair to the Minsky chair? Why can't you just go to the other one that looks exactly the same? The one that should have started the whole thing. The one I get teased with every time I start the game. Yeah. I don't know how I find her audition. But I got hers, and it's it's worth it. It's good, and it's got a lot of hidden stuff in there as well. There's a, there's a big chunk of the the one in that clip, so it is definitely worth. And that's what I mean. It's like when you do find some of these clips, you do get that sense of achievement, like you get in a game where you like you finish the level or you solve a puzzle. It's like finally I found this clip, and then in that clip, then there's a hidden clip, and you're like yes. And then within the hidden clip, there are more hidden clips. Some of these clips they go through layer by layer by layer. That I hate. <laughs> I think that's wrong. I, I love that. I think it's wrong mostly because I had enough trouble getting the first one to trigger. <laughs> I never got a second one to trigger. Oh, really? When, I found it easier. Even when I knew that they were there, uh-huh. I couldn't get them to trigger. Uh-huh. I think I maybe got one accidentally very early on, but that one was more an extra clip because I just rewound further or something. I didn't actually have to do anything special. I didn't have to go back forward again because most of the at least initial secret clips backwards, are backwards. Yeah. Backwards, and you say so you're you're watching them in forward time, but they're rewinding the spool. Yeah, but having five within one clip. Oh yeah, there's some that are huge. That's probably fun if you're having no problem finding them. But I'm also not getting. Are you getting the sound alert? Yeah, for the in each one? one. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Because I wasn't noticing that. So maybe I hit a bug in some of mine because I was definitely looking at ones going, okay, I see three different websites say this one has a clip within a clip. I need to find it. I'm following their instructions. I'm getting nothing. I'm hearing no sound or anything. So maybe my copy, maybe once they do some updates, maybe it'll be better. But I just don't see myself going back to do this. Here's one for you. Okay. There are way too many steps to get out of this game. <laughs> You're going to say that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Games, please stop doing this. 
Click to click. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, you really sure? Yeah. Okay, back to this menu. Do you still want to leave? Yeah. You sure? You want to save? Yeah. Okay, now let's watch the credits of the publisher. <laughs> Why? <laughs> let's save to exit. Good. Oh, let's watch the opening half, half merman. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever it's half, called. The half mermaid logo. See Marissa start to walk in. No, stop. <laughs> Just let me leave. <laughs> I'm, I'm having dinner. I actually think one thing that would have helped me is if this would actually be a bit more like her story and the fact that when you put in a search item, you would get five options. And then, especially once you beat the game, there's a special code to get 15. I think I would have really loved to hear to have, one, I finish the game, I get something to make the completionist achievement easier. Yeah. Two, a chance to search a chair and go, which ones haven't I found yet? Mm. And sort of mark the ones I found and, oh, this is a new one. They did it in her story. They should be able to do it here. Ooh, this is a new clip. Yeah. Also, please either label the clips. I know they've got clappers at the beginning. Not all of them do because they're behind the scenes stuff for just them just running around with a camera. But like, have a star or have something to show me that I'm watching something new because my brain doesn't remember things. And so I'm watching something going, is this a new clip? And you get to a point and you're like, oh, I've already seen this one because it started me halfway. It looked new, but it's like, because it started me at a point that I maybe clipped out of before. It's like, oh, this is the same thing. And I'm doing the same thing as Telling Lies now where I'm I'm in the middle of something. I've got to rewind right back to the start again and watch it from the beginning. Bonus thing, not just rewind and fast forward, but instant button oh, yeah. beginning. And that's brilliant. Yeah, that, I love is, that. that is great. One thing that maybe it's my computer, it's getting a bit older now, but when I'd find a new clip, once I had a bunch of clips, the game would really lag when it was like, oh, you've got a new clip. Let me log that in and wait because I couldn't move around the grid. <laughs> when I got a lot of ones, I was just basically looking at the bottom and I was counting how many were in the unfinished row. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got one in the unfinished row now. Oh, search, search, search. I still have one. I haven't found anything new yet. Search, search, search. Oh, I've got two. I got one new one somehow. I don't know where it's yeah. from. Or even if they did something like YouTube where they show you how much of the video that you've watched, you know, or like, oh, I've not I've not watched all of that one yet. Maybe there's something else in there. Something like that would have been clever and nice to just help me out. There comes a, a point where this seems like busy work for me. And it yeah, it's fun to be like the investigative kind of whatever I'm doing, piecing this together. And that's another problem I have. I don't really know who I am. Like, am I playing a character in the game? Am I some kind of detective? Am I some kind of film archivist? How do you say that? Archivist? I don't know. Because if it was just me, <laughs> just flicking through some old random footage. There is a page that says, like, about, isn't there? There's an about page that says, it's like a newspaper clipping almost of, like, oh, the movies were lost and you're trying to find them, put them together, whatever. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I can't fully put them together because a lot of it's missing. Yeah, yeah. Something visually, a visual cue, just let me know. Because I thought every time that that music played at the start, I was like, oh, this means it's a new clip. But then it's like it plays for most of them, doesn't play for all of them. It's like, so I thought, oh, that music means something, but it doesn't. (laughs) I think that's it. I think I've exhausted yourself now. Yeah. (laughs) Were there any other gripes you had before we move on? If I do have any, they'll come out when we start talking about the movies. Fair enough. Same here. All right, let's start talking about the movies then. Let's talk about Ambrosio. Now, I've broken each of these into two sections, off-camera and on-camera. For Ambrosio being the first, and maybe even Dominsky, I think it's 
kind of interesting, more interesting to talk about the off-camera first. Mm -hmm. But when we get to two of everything, I want to do the off-camera second because it leads into the next part. Mm -hmm. I think that's mostly because when you start off the game chronologically, we're getting into auditions and early stuff. So the the off-camera stuff seemed much more interesting to me. And I think even throughout the whole game, the off-camera stuff was more interesting for me than the on-camera, the actual movie footage. Much of what I'm saying today is in air quotes. Mm -hmm. Hear it or don't, doesn't matter. I'll be saying it. So, off-camera, we've got the director of photography and the director constantly quarreling. The DP, John Dirk, he wants to move things forward and make it more modern. And Fisher is like, no, no, do it my way. Yeah. The DP and Marissa Marcel obviously get into some sort of romantic relationship. They start plotting. So John Durek and Marissa start plotting things for the movie. Ooh, film this and edit it in. He'll never know. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> they will later, we find out, work together to create Minsky. Mm-hmm. The lead male, Robert, seems to have an affair with Sophia. Which is why I think she was crying in that one scene, because they seem happy and flirty, and then suddenly she's in tears. So I think he broke her heart. That's my suspicion. Mm -hmm. But she was not supposed to be sad in that scene. She was supposed to be Mm. happy. He's filling her with the word of God, and she should be happy, not crying sadly about it. And that's kind of all I have for that bit. Okay. On camera, Ambrosio, the story, we've got Rosario who is actually Matilda, who is actually some other entity altogether, (laughs) who basically disguises as a man to be with the monks, to be with Ambrosio. We get the impression that she's fallen for him. Ambrosio gets, oh yeah, (laughs) Ambrosio's like the most holy man in the world or something. He's some sort of monk celebrity. Super monk. (laughs) It's, It's a bit much, but... For the time period they were making it, I get it. It kind of works. And that's one thing I appreciate. A lot of the stuff, the physical effects, the wings, <laughs> the way they were doing the, oh, she's jumping out of the photo, freeze, change the photo behind, or the portrait behind Robert, put in the blank portrait with Marissa standing in front. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> the book that is supposed to hover and the same thing like all right robert freeze yeah. so much he just had to stand there and wait for the special effect shot to happen oh, it's the, great. the special effects at the end with the tree out up on the desert are pretty cool though they've got like this green screen kind of thing going on that was that's, that's all right i really like it actually i love these old special effects and i really appreciate that so no for me i love it yeah i think that it's great i think it's Fun to watch the unedited cut of what that would have looked like. More smoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A ton of smoke so that you have just the Not right amount. <laughs> yeah. You have to get a cloud in there so that it dissipates to just the right amount. And then you start yeah. acting. <laughs> I love that part of it. Uh, again, for me, the off-camera stuff was more interesting than the actual movies. But Ambrosia is going to get bitten by a snake. Matilda saves him by sucking out the poison, but she will die and basically says, oh, but give me a kiss. And then that (laughs) turns into them having sex, I guess. Yeah. After that, I guess once one sin happens, Ambrosio falls for Sophia. She is the innocent. He's caught with her by the mother, so he kills the mother. Matilda makes some sort of demon her slave. She entices Ambrosio to have Sophia look dead. She has this whole thing with the mirror. You can watch her. And then 
you can make her look dead, she'll be buried, and then you can have her in the crypt. And she wakes up and is not happy, and basically, yeah, he's going to rape her and want to keep her as a slave. He apparently gets caught, but I never see that. I didn't see that. Yeah, I just see... Um, so even in the full video I watched, they didn't have that either. I just got to the, the Inquisition part with all the red hoods and stuff. Yeah, so basically it leads to that. They're going to come for him, the Inquisition. So Ambrosio signs a deal to get himself away. And then Matilda reveals herself as, I planned this from the beginning. I was here to steal your soul. And so I had you sleep with your sister and kill your mother. It's like, well, that's, that's a twist too far. <laughs> it was bad enough that they were just humans. He didn't have to be related to them. And how, how did he not know he was related to them? Like, I missed that backstory. I don't think it's in there. No, I, I, I like that he was orphaned, orphaned or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe he was sent off to the monks as a baby or something like that by the mom. I have no idea. And then to further torture him, those guards were coming to let you go. You're too popular. They wanted yeah. to keep you. And you signed your soul away at the last second. Ha ha ha. And also, you're going to lie in this desert for seven days being eaten by bugs. And you'll feel it. And then your body will be caught up in a flood. And you'll have a bloated corpse. And like, <laughs> just keeps on going. He just, goes, <laughs> that, he just goes forever. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. And like you said, I don't know why this one didn't get finished. Because... Most of it is here. Yeah. It seems like they could have found a way to fix it if there were just a few scenes short. Yeah. Maybe negatives got taken, but there's not much you would need to do to fill this. And they've already put so much money into it, putting a bit more to actually get something they could release. I think they would. Yeah. Again, this is the problem with reviewing this game when it's like, I don't want to say I feel like a fraud doing it, but it's like, I'm doing it on my take of what I've found and just as a normal player experience. I'm not doing it as someone who's scrubbed the entire thing down for every single clip. We are definitely not experts on this one. Right. Like I, So there could be clips out there that I've missed, and so I might just be filling in gaps for stuff that actually already exists. So if I am, and you know about it, and I'm wrong, let us know. This is definitely a bit like threads for us. Threads is... <laughs> I want to talk about this at the end of the year, but <laughs> most comments ever is no. on threads. People really know that film well, and... The backstories behind it. Yeah, I, don't have a, me, I don't have a PhD in threads, man. <laughs> and I don't want to watch it again. I watched it twice, and that was, uh, in many ways, two times too many. We are not coming to this as experts, yeah. and that's fine. I think we put more time in than maybe the casual player, but definitely not people who are really trying to search for everything, right, right. the completionist, and that's fine. Yeah. I wanted to rush it one to kind of get in on the early views possibly because there isn't as much content out there but also just because i was getting sick of this game movie thing i was really getting to the point where i just absolutely hated it and i wanted to get this out while i still felt something good about it and i felt like the longer i sat on this the worse i was going to feel about it because that was just the case from two hours in what was that, a week and a half ago to today each time I think about it, I like it a little bit less. So I maybe pushed Darren a bit faster on this than he wanted to, because I think you wanted to see everything. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, that was my point then. So about this, so it's like, what, if I say something and it's like, no, that doesn't make sense. There's a clip here you've missed out. Or maybe you've seen it, Justin, when you watched it. And you can correct me. But yeah, if there's something I missed, let me know. But there is a clip where the one says, 
Fisher stole you, you stole the negatives and blah blah blah. So he ran he made the movie. We see the whole movie, pretty much the whole movie in totality, missing a couple of scenes. But something happened to freak him out to make him steal the negatives and run. He did not allow this movie to be released. That's what I'm guessing for this first one. Alright. If that's the case, then I suspect it has something to do with the things those two are up to. Like splicing in live sex scenes and things like that. Like there was there was like a Oh. No, I was more thinking the one and the other, that maybe they did something. But yeah, okay. You think that maybe they edited it a different way. That could make sense. Yeah. That would definitely make sense. That would be interesting. Because they definitely were, like you said, they were trying to take over his film. Like the part at the end with, when they're on the tree in the desert, when he's like, take off her clothes. He's like, no, no one can take the devil seriously naked. And they're like, yeah. no, go for it. And cue the, the sandstorm and the blowing of the wind just totally takes over from him. I think that would be much more interesting to me is getting secret scenes, because I know there are some, I just didn't find them, secret scenes of the actual human characters in the past and maybe how that affects other things. I think I would find that more interesting than the one and the other. But again, we're going to hold off on that. Between this and the next one is one of the earliest clips I found of, I think it's called The Night Show. <laughs> like, it's clearly meant to be Johnny Carson, but it's clearly... Not Johnny Carson, one of the worst bits for me in the game of somebody trying to be a Johnny Carson-esque talk show host. <laughs> but we learn from that that, yes, they're going to make a new movie called Minsky. It's Marissa and John Dirk together. At the beginning, off camera of this one, they still seem to be together. The Minsky actor is basically conceited and misogynistic. He quits due to the amount of work I've never been treated this way. So John Dirk jumps in somewhat reluctantly. I think Marissa really wants that, but he seems to be pulling away at that point. The main actor, Carl Greenwood, who plays Goodman in the movie. There's a lot of religious inference here. They are flirting a lot, Marissa and the male lead. They end up together. Later, she's very upset. She says, he's not what you think he is. And Carl Greenwood dies in a gunshot accident. Marissa films a bit saying she's sorry about the whole thing. She's leaving the industry. So that's the off-camera. It is, again, for me, more interesting. On-camera, we have our standard over-sexualized femme fatale. But it would have been in the 70s. It's very much a basic instinct, a body of evidence. But it would have been way ahead of the time. But <laughs> the thing is it isn't because it's made now so <laughs> so it would have been amazing if it had been made in that time but now i mean i just gave you two but i haven't given you all the b-movie versions of those tropes that right. exist there are so many of them it now feels completely unoriginal mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just a weird thing like yeah it'd be original if you'd made it in the 70s but it's not the 70s. <laughs> You're 50 years late for that one. Minsky, who's a middle-aged artist who often dates his young models, is killed. Goodman, the detective, falls for Franny, the current girlfriend model. Olga was the previous model. She's Russian. We are told she went back to Russia. She sends these letters. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Marissa. Um... Franny gives him <laughs> letters. At one point, Franny just confesses to the murder. And the whole thing was is 
asphyxiation during sex because of the plaster mask being on. Goodman volunteers to do that for her anyway, and of course leads to, will she, won't she kill him at this point the same way she did before? Doesn't. I'm assuming that happens after the confession, but not sure. Chronologically, I think so. Chronologically, it was recorded then, but when you're doing the editing, you can put it multiple places and it would have different effect and different meaning. Yeah. I think they frame Olga, I'm not sure, but she definitely dies by suicide, whether it was actual suicide or not in the jail cell. We don't know. A lot of this one seems to be missing. Yep. Well, you do, you do get to see her actually kill herself, though, I think. She takes the earring off and cuts her wrists, doesn't she? Um, maybe I didn't see that one then. Okay. The earrings, by the way, are snake-shaped, correct? Yes. So we had the venomous snake, we had this, and then just like a, a pool toy. in a pool. <laughs> like, okay. One, you maybe need that for the game. Maybe there's symbolism running through, but by the time you get to the pool toy, it <laughs> kind of loses any weight that it would have as a symbol. <laughs> uh, look, it's an inflatable snake. But most of this one is the prep for making the movie, which is cheaper because, again, they can just use that studio room over and over and they don't have to decorate it. They don't have to do anything. Yeah. But you're asking about well, how long is it? This one, the sort of full video I saw on YouTube was one hour, 53 minutes, and 19 seconds. But the majority of that is prepping. So it's not really movie footage. So the behind the scenes kind of stuff. A lot of it is them scouting scenes, doing table reads, doing those kind of things that aren't even the movie. Some B-roll stuff, just watching the TV or the cat. Oh, no, I think the cat's the next one, isn't it? A little bit of Andy Warhol in there as well. Oh. <laughs> I knew you'd hate that. <laughs> That's the thing. So that in addition to, and I, oh, I didn't say this before. I should have said this in the good part. The clapboard. Coincidentally, just before I played this game, maybe the week before, YouTube algorithm. Do you want to know how the clapboard actually works? How you do it? And I was like, yeah, I've always been a little curious about that. Tell me, YouTube. And it was great. And then seeing it actually in action in here is like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. So, you know, like doing things at the tail end where they do it upside down or doing a soft one because they're doing a close up on somebody. You don't want to slam it in their right. face. So you do it quietly. And or, it seemed... or, or use a peg. <laughs> but what I wonder is, did they do it twice? Right. Yeah. So did they do a real one for the Sam Barlow one and then have to do an actor coming in to do the clapboard for the Minsky one. Probably. Yeah. That would get confusing. <laughs> the poor editors. That would be so confusing. But yeah, I would say you maybe get 50 minutes of movie, but I would even suggest it's probably less. That's probably me over mm. being overly generous because the thing is the clapboard and cutting in and the after bits, those take time as well. Right. And one number I saw was 289 total clips. Oh, well, 289 clips with even 10 seconds per clip that's wasted is 2,000 seconds. That works out to a lot of time. That's just, that's uh, not really movie. Mm-hmm. So that is what I'll say about that. But that's Minsky. Shall we move mm-hmm. on? Yep. Two of everything. Terrible song. <laughs> hate that song. Uh, Sorry, right. Sam. I know you wrote it. 
sucks. <laughs> and maybe it's supposed to suck. Maybe it's supposed to be really cheesy garbage. Congratulations. It sucks. The video for this one was 1 hour, 47 minutes, 20 seconds. Again, with cutting out the moving in and out of scenes, which would take way longer, which is part of the reason I jumped to video. This one really felt like going back to her story. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say why, but I think you'll get it. I think pretty much anybody who's here has played her story. Mm. But Marissa is meant to be 50 years old here. Yep. <laughs> I mean, she took 30 years off yeah. between Minsky and here. This is in the 90s somewhere. I just I, I don't understand because she looks exactly the same. So was it lazy filmmaking? Or does this have something to do with the one. hidden scenes and stuff? Yeah. So this one, I want to start with the on-camera stuff. Maria is a famous singer. She hires a body double who looks exactly like her, of course, for anything she doesn't want to do. Starts off with an award show. Then there is a video shoot she doesn't want to do, but Hannah can't swim, and she's supposed to in the video, so she calls Marissa for help. There's a somewhat amusing scene here where she <laughs> is told... By Maria, just complain about something, anything, it doesn't matter. And then we find out she complained that the apples weren't round enough <laughs> and sent them back four times. And that's what stalled long enough for Maria to show up. An agent comes in, tells Maria she has been bumped up to second slot because she'd been complaining before about only being a musical act. I got you into the second slot on the night show, not the tonight show, but the night show. And afterwards, hey, there's this birthday gig where you can get $10 million. And <laughs> Hannah, desperate for money, apparently her biggest thing is needing to take care of her cat. Because <laughs> that's the thing where she goes, oh, I could pay this vet bill that's on my refrigerator. With $10 million. <laughs> well, first I think it's like 50 right. But then later, like, ooh, I could get $10 million. So basically, Maria is going to swap into Hannah's life. Mm-hmm. Take care of her cat and all of that. Her, call Maria. Her cat call Maria. <laughs> and Hannah is going to go to this party where the billionaire is going to basically try to rape her. As she runs up to the rooftop pool, the wife says, well, yeah, this is what is going to happen. Didn't you know? And <laughs> so Hannah goes, I'm Maria. I can do anything. I'm going to stop him. And the wife goes, no, you're not. You're dead. <laughs> Done. <laughs> And so it basically leads into Maria, I think, trying to solve the murder. She's trying to help the agent saying, oh, she couldn't swim. Didn't you know? Mm. And the agent going, no, she just swam last week. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Oh, how do I explain that I had a buddy double? You know? <laughs> and she also has trouble dealing with it as a little fan comes up. And aren't you, Maria? No, she's dead. Didn't you hear? And runs away. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, and this is why I want to do the off camera after this one is, we do not get anything after this. There's sort of the wife meeting up with Maria in the bar, and then... Her head explodes. <laughs> like We already had, like, a nosebleed, and then it leads to... Yeah, here, the top of her head is bleeding, which it, makes yeah, no not, sense. Yeah, it's not coming out of her eyes or some like or out of her ears. It's like, it's just gushing from the top of her head <laughs> under that wig. <laughs> I don't know if that's a mistake on purpose, or if she... It honestly looks like her her brain exploded like, and popped out the top of her head, pretty much. It's, it's weird. Yeah, I'm not sure that that fits what they're trying to do after that, though. So let's talk off camera. There's a double for Marissa to act off and practice with, and that's probably fairly common in these double movies. I will say, uh, 
<laughs> where in the 90s this is can make a huge difference because beginning of the 90s we have like the Van Damme movie where he's a double. Oh god, what's that called? Double Target? Was it called that? I don't think I don't think it's Double Target. But we'll, we'll maybe look that <laughs> one up. But you have that and at the end of that decade you get the Matrix. So. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so depending on where you're doing this would make a huge difference on how well this double is going to look using yeah. special effects. I mean I think the I think the date on the footage is ninety eight, isn't it? I think it's ninety eight okay. I think it's ninety eight, ninety nine. Well it also depends on the budget, so <laughs> But yeah, there's a double for her to stand in and act against. Marissa seems more and more agitated as the filming progresses. There are times where she just freezes, or like I said, she's bleeding at her nose, at her head. There's her last clip, which gives you the what happened to Marissa, is a scene where Amy, who I think was playing the wife, comes in. She pours what's supposed to be gasoline all over her, steps in front of the camera so that we can swap in the dummy quite clearly the dummy because her leg falls off at the end <laughs> i'm so glad you said that because i was so irritated by that is that is that meant to be real <laughs> because that's not how a body burns no <laughs> oh, all along marissa had a wooden leg i didn't know if they were trying to say this is marissa trying to fake her own death right because it is a bit creepy because the, the clapper bit is like it's just it just says her name. Her name, yeah. It just says Marissa or like whatever. What kind of gave it away, though, is that that's not what it's meant to be. So that's the achievement. What happened to Marissa, here it is. Though I will say that what happened to John achievement doesn't make any sense to me. But we have to get into that, into the one and other section. Mm -hmm. But that's basically it. So it kind of leads into me going, I don't know what's going on as far as the real movie. John also sort of passed out at one point and he was missing for later shoots. Like, oh, can we film without the director? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. I kind of wonder if Marissa is the one and John is the other. There were, I'm pretty sure, a couple times where I clicked on Marissa's face and got to the one or vice versa. So that kind of leads me into that. There seems to be possession going on with the one and the other. They seem to be immortal and wanting to experience life or something. But for the most part, it didn't make sense to me. Let me explain why, and mm -hmm. then maybe you can fill me, and maybe you can make it make more sense. Mm -hmm. When I got the achievement for what happened to John Durek, it was when the one strangled him in bed. So he's meant to be dead, but he continues living to make the whole next movie because... That happened in Minsky. So it continues to happen. John continues working. So he's still alive, even though, according to the achievement, I saw him die 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. We also have times like Ambrosio, where there's a scene where Roberto is stabbing Marissa with a rubber knife. But when you get the hidden scene, it's the one standing there and he's stabbing with a real knife. But none of that actually happened. And that's where I really get confused because, yes, they live forever, but they seem to be trapped in this film and I can replay them over and over again. It's the same immortality that Marissa or any of the other actors have in the fact that they're on film and what they're doing can be watched again. And I just kind of feel like they keep saying things happen, but they don't really because those people continue to live or move or the 
scenes where they interact, it seems to have no effect on what happens in the later scenes. I thought, oh, this will be interesting if I find out they really influenced what was happening, but I'm not getting that. So I don't get the point of them. And it feels like a lot of times they can just do whatever they want, but it's almost like every time they do it, it's an alternate reality. It doesn't affect what happened in this world. But you've seen more of them. You've probably put more together. Tell me about the one and the other. <laughs> yeah, I've got three possibilities, I think. One of them is, at first, and I kind of want to stick with this one, is, and I looked up some history about it, but and I can't really make it stick, but I'm going with an alternate version of this. I thought originally they were one of the nine muses. I thought they were a muse, and so they Just were... Just one of them? Both of them. Okay. Both of them. Weren't they all female? Yeah, but I think the other is kind of androgynous. Okay, I would take that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one, she's into music and dance. Uh, it's just a lot, a lot of ballet and the uh, hidden clips. And she's really into what she's doing. And she's, I mean, she basically wrote these movies. And these are, I think these are her works because she's the one that's breathing life into them. The other is kind of like, he's just bored of it. At one point, he, he's like, it's not even real. You know, he's, he's done with it. And so that's why she ends up trying to kill him through Carl. She chokes him, right? She shoots him. Oh, is that what happened? That's what happens to Carl, yeah. She shoots Carl. But Marissa shot Carl. In the movie, she's got a, a gun with a blank, and she, she puts it right in his chest, and it, she says, oh, it just went off. But she killed him. And then there's a hidden scene of, basically, the one shooting the other in the same beat. So the other is Carl. They bounce around a lot. If it's some kind of, like, news possession... They seem to be able just to bounce through bodies. And so after she shoots Carl, and that was when he died, and then it goes to the cinema, and then Amy is watching that scene. She's watching Carl die. And then it's kind of implied that there's eye contact between them, and then now the other is inside Amy. And then when um, Marissa's head explodes in the bar, pretty much, there's a hidden clip of the other picking up the one off of the bar and saying, don't worry, you'll get through this. It's like it's almost like a Cain and Abel kind of allegory where it's like they're butting heads all the time. They kind of love each other, not in that way, but as brother, sister, whatever. And this is just what they do. There's a whole lot of lore about been, I've been strangled, I've been shot, I've been drowned, I've been this, that, and the other. I've been burned at the stake, I've been crucified. So I'm, I'm getting the picture that this is going all the way back to like Jesus was a muse kind of thing. You know, like historically, they imply that the one was actually controlling Jesus, I think, right? I mean, maybe that's a bit out there, but they do imply that. And then they say, the only way to get rid of us is by burning us. And so that's why at the end of Two of Everything is the burning. Even, I think she mentions, even in effigy, it really hurts us and there's no coming back from a cremation. So even though they burned her in effigy, it's almost like she's done. So part of me is like, it's real muses coming in and, and taking over and jumping around bodies. But then you've got this like, okay, so why don't they age? Are they real people? Do they assume their form? Are they kind of doppelgangers? Because that would explain the non-aging thing. But then again, like you said, is it just bad makeup? Was it... Definitely some of those wigs and the did they, third did, part were a bit rough. Yeah, did they think like, oh, we just can't be bothered. Just let, let them deal with it. You know, let them make up. Like what Darren's doing right now. <laughs> just let him make, make it up. Maybe. So maybe I'm thinking just for nothing. So was the one meant to be in Marissa? Yes. Oh, yeah. There's def definite scenes where she uh, replaces her. But like, is she Marissa 
entirely. Like, does Marissa not exist? And she is just taking that form. So that's the thing, right? I think... Okay, so if we're going to go with, like, the doppelganger theory... Right. I think the soap commercial Marissa exists, and she was taken... And then maybe maybe after that, the muse or the doppelganger or whatever saw potential in her, because there's bits in the original interview when the, the creepy director, Fisher, is like, and so how old are you, you know? Um, in the hidden footage, the one stands up out of the chair and she's like, how old are you, you know? And like really getting on him. So it's like, from the beginning, she was maybe Marissa already. Maybe, but again, yeah, I mean, she stands up and does that, but it didn't really happen, so I don't... No, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It It didn't happen. So what's the yeah? So again, what's the point of all this hidden footage? Is it just like, is it only are we privy to that knowledge? Is that is that what this is all about? So who are we? You know, uh, too many questions there. But so yeah, so it's either the the muse theory, which I kind of like, and I did some research to find out if there was any infighting between muses. Not really. It doesn't seem like it. And they were all, like you said, they were all sisters and they were all kind of spread out into different things. There was muse of astronomy. There was a muse of poetry, dance, music. And they all had their separate kind of domains. It wasn't like they were all into art and it wasn't like there was any trouble between them. It doesn't seem like that. And, that, you know, my, my 10 minutes of Wikipedia search. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was trying to find something to like support my theory, but I couldn't really find it. But I like the muse idea. But if that's, Let's just do the ending on that theory, then. The whole, and now I'm part of you, so is she meant to be possessing us now because we've watched the video of her and she isn't dead, so she found a way to avoid even dying by fire by being in film. Yeah, and I think maybe if you take it on like a, a metaphorical level, is that she has attained immortality in a sense that now, maybe not I'm a part of you, but she's a she's in here and I remember the game, and so... I'll remember you forever. You know, it's like, that's part of the immortality deal, isn't it? Mildly entertaining, but doesn't work because so much of the rest of it is muddy (laughs) and just a mess to me. You have another theory, correct? Though you said you had two. Yeah, so that that was it. So the doppelganger, the the muse, like just spiritual possession versus actually taking over someone's body, hence why she's been gone for 30 years. And that's why they disappear, you know? And there's parts in the hidden clips where there's just... Pictures of people, like when she drowns, when they do this scene in the movie where they drown her in the pool, there's a hidden scene there. And if you scrub backwards through that, it's just this guy. He looks like he's wearing like one of those like canvas cloth shirts all full of holes and stuff. And he's just in this dripping cave. And there's a part where she says, times when I look in the mirror and I have memories because I'm, I'm immortal. I can't remember everything, but I remember bits. And there's sometimes I remember people who I don't even remember that I was. You know, so like these people who are just like kind of standing there, they kind of wake up out of a trance and then they kind of look around for a bit and then they just go back to sleep. These are people that she's been part of in the past. She's got like this bank of bodies, you know, throughout time. Like there's a part where she's like possessed a painter in France or something like that. And, you know, so it's like spiritual possession, actual body doubling, and then versus it's just a Sam Barlow game. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just all, oh, they're immortal through film and we're watching that and now that just continues the the immortality all right now i want to say should somehow ever (laughs) and hopefully soon (laughs) sam barlow not only listen to this but listen all the way through to this point it's been going on quite a bit very unlikely but what i would say is sam if you're listening i think it's time to stop 
And I don't mean stop creating. I think it's time to stop making games. I think it's time clearly you want to work with video, you want to work with actors, make some indie movies, not get it out of your system. I think it may be where you want to go and maybe where your efforts would be best used. I don't think the interactive video, interactive game, it is the weakest part of everything that I have seen thus far. I think that making a movie will be easier. You don't have to deal with bugs and glitches. (laughs) You don't have to deal with first day launches (laughs) in the same way. A lot less technical stuff. The technical stuff for movies, yeah, there may be some new things to learn, but you can do that. And hey, you can make indie movies that can go to film festivals, which you've apparently already done with this one. You know how to make that work. You've done all the hard work to learning how to do that. The lighting, the directing, the acting has improved, I think, each time. I think what we were saying about, well, it's a Sam Barlow game, so it's going to have these weird twists just to keep the game interesting. We don't need that anymore. Think about being able to set the music so that it actually fits the scene that we are seeing. Imagine actually cutting it to the way that you think is the best way for us to see it. Imagine us not having to try to put it all together and going, it feels weak because something is missing. You put that all in and do that. And I think that even if, even if Sam Barlow goes and makes three movies and decides to come back to games, I think it would still be an overall plus because one, I would get the chance to see two or three movies in less time than it takes to play a single game. I would get way more content, way more complete content. I would feel much more satisfied. And I would suspect after making three solid stories that have to be complete, that if he did come back to the medium after that, the storytelling would be vastly improved because now he's done it that way. Three times, three incomplete things. We have to put it together. We don't have to worry about getting everything right. And the stuff about continuity? I mean, look at this one. All the apples have to be just right. Everything has to look just right. He would have those details down. I just think I don't really want to play another one of these. Mm. I'm really hitting that point where I have fun for two hours and then I'm sort of miserable for with the videos leading up to like 14 hours of not really feeling like I'm enjoying this. You can often get the idea of what each movie is very early on and sort of what the story is going to be early on. And then you have to just sort of keep finding more clips to reassure you that you're on the right path. I had that with her story. I had that with telling lies. And I had that with this one three times Yeah, (laughs) in this one. And then one, the secret stuff where I just didn't get it, didn't work for me. So that would be my message. It's time to make some movies. I think making movies would be cheaper than video games. It'd be easier, so many less bugs and things to work out. And it would make you a much, much better storyteller. And that's what I would say. I mean, are you ready to jump on the next one? We jumped early on this one. I saw it. I immediately thought maybe you were kind of on the fence early on. And I said, well, let me see what it is. Let me try it. But I don't think I really want to again. No, it was the opposite. I got this first. I bought, I bought no, this. No, no, no. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. 
when you got it. Oh, you were uh, right. I was on the fence. When you got it, you were on the fence as to whether it was good. Well, it was or... good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I was. Because like I said, I didn't like the game when I first started playing. And I was like, Oof. I don't know if you like this, Justin. This is more of the same. But like I said, it got better for me. And so we're kind of on the opposite sides of that. But yeah, I'd like to see, rather than me play it, make a puzzling movie. You know, make something where I've still got Just take this game, but turn it into a film. And then... Do it that way, yeah. Like, make something that's difficult to understand and it's got lots of meaning and even has hidden parts to the movie or whatever. Make it about a person playing the game, even, that finds the footage or something like that. I don't know. That's why I don't make films, because I suck at that kind of stuff. It feels to me that this guy is a person who wants to make films, but is stuck in making video games. And it's like, man, you're good at making films. Go ahead. (laughs) I don't see why you don't make films, because you made three of them right now. And you went to Tribeca with it. So it's like, go for it. But I mean, when the next game comes out, I'll probably still buy it. Because, like I said, this is a step up from time-wise for me. Each one has been a step up in some way. Yeah, I still think her story is the best. But this is definitely a step in the right direction for me. I just want not random stuff. (laughs) Just put the puzzle element back in and let let me have some agency. Not just like, click on on a flower, go to a scene with three cats. Come on. Yeah. And I feel the same, and I'm just I'm just done. So I'm glad we recorded today, but I'm also going to be glad to not have to watch this for a while. Gaps for all the more gaps created. Yeah. About immortality. Exactly. Yeah. Here's your spoiler warning. Just <laughs> <laughs> spoiler cough. You know, I don't always need that, you know. It's just, it's, every time I get up, every time there's a lull in the conversation, I, I cough because I, I know it's coming up later. <laughs>